Welcome to the French Press Podcast. It is episode 447. Yeah, we don't know what day it is. It's Tuesday, but I'm not sure what date. It's June 13th, 2023. You know, Ruben, I said I don't have any content. I actually have a tech tip. Ooh, good. We haven't had a tech tip in a while. We haven't had a tech tip in a while. So Jeff's got a tech tip. Especially for me. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Just got a tech tip. We got some feedback. One's from your wife, Jeff. So oh that boy. should be Uh-oh. keep us on the edge of our seats until we get to that. Nicholas is back with back problems. And I did a solo 24 hours. And I want to get your thoughts on that. A solo 24 hours is basically you're off by yourself for 24 hours. Wow. Um, and then we've got coffee again. Last week, uh, we had coffee from Elements Coffee Company. In, uh, you can get it at Wakaru- in Wakarusa at the Grandma's Pantry. Oh, nice. Did we and put it in? Did we review it and put it in? We oh. reviewed it on the podcast, but I did not put it into the Airtable <sighs> base yet. We didn't know how to. <sighs> anyway, but today we've got another, easy. another coffee okay. from that. So why don't we go ahead and start with <clears throat> feedback. The feedback. I got feedback too, actually. Oh. It's from my wife, actually. She said that she was laughing out loud. About I don't know how many po- how many uh, podcasts it was back, but when Layton was making uh, bird noises about the robin, oh yeah, and she said it was so funny. She was laughing out loud about his bird noises. Uh, I don't remember Layton doing that, but that episode was great, it and was. you'll you'll learn something too about robins. Yes, you will. They're not as perfect as you thought. Yeah. Anyway, Louise's feedback. She said. I forget which of the most recent two episodes this was, but my favorite part of it was Ruben saying, enough, enough, about 10 times. He's well on his way to becoming an instructive parent soon. <laughs> that is true. This has just been training me yeah, to right. become a parent. Hazoof. You need to learn it in Dutch, though. This does Carmen speak Dutch? Yeah, she does. Yeah, okay. Are you guys going to speak Dutch to your kids? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I don't. And it's because my wife doesn't either. Same, Jeff. Well, you can give her uh, a Christmas gift, uh, which is a book called oh, Learn Pennsylvania Dutch. Learn Pennsylvania Dutch, yeah. yeah. Theodore got it for all of our non-Dutch-speaking in-laws. I don't think Cassie ever got one. Oh, well. Theodore doesn't care about her enough. To, I guess not. To, that, he doesn't want her to understand what he's saying. No. We have some feedback from someone who, com- who commented last week, and this is what she said. She said, hey, or hi, from Joanna, not Joanne Wagler Schlebach. The A at the end of my name makes a huge difference. Thanks, Slayton, for the redoing of the word last week. I was flummoxed. This is the person who said she gets it right about oh. 97% of the time. And Layton uh, just gave like a, a totally random, unrelated word at the end of it. Anyway, she said, thanks, Layton, for redoing the word of the week last week. I was flummoxed at your first choice because all along I was thinking it was going to be education. And he picked education. Which is what it ended up being. Because it was the last she, word he said. She has an un- This is uncanny because most people think Layton's cho- word choices um, don't make sense. And I'm one of those people. Yeah, they should be like, like he... 
it's it was something in the episode, but it's not the main thing in the episode. Yeah, it's like the last thing, the last story that ever, that it is said, or the last point. It's always the word. Yeah, in there somewhere. Uh, uh anyway, she said, Theodore. I heard your ra- I heard raving reviews of how you well how well you cared for the elderly at the Miller camping. Another great episode, Joanna Wegler Slaybaugh. So. Thanks, Joanna. We we get it. It's not Joanne. It's Joanna. It's oh. such a subtle. It is such a subtle difference. You know. Okay. It's easy to mistake. <sighs> now, now, Ruben. Now, now, here's where I disagree with you. It's it is, it's a small difference, but it's not that subtle. I think, and I'll tell you why. Because it could be Theodore or Theodora. No, yeah, one's a girl, one's a boy. Well, when have you ever heard a Thid? What'd you say, Thid? Theodore Dora. The- Theodora. When have you heard that? I haven't, but I'm just saying. See, that's the point. I, now you're just I, making stuff up, Jeff. I, I want. I want to go on the record to say that <clears throat> nowadays, what's your what's your kid's name? Audrey. Thank you. I I, I couldn't remember, <laughs> and I want to make sure it's not too bad. But um, I, I want to go on the record and say that what is with our generation and naming their kids weird names like. I'm not going to say any names, but I yeah, say names. You guys say know names. Exactly who I'm talking about. Say names. About. You don't have to. We don't know who it is that you're talking about. Just yeah, say but names. They do. And they probably listen to the podcast. I'm not going to say any names. But what happened to like normal names like Jeffrey or, or Ruben or Layton or Theodore? Actually, Theodore is used a lot nowadays. But Theodore is pretty popular. It's like like the it's like the first thing they see. Yeah, is I don't think Jeffrey. Is a common Rock. is a common baby name. Literally, it's not. It's not. It was. It's not very popular. It, it is actually like I know. I know a lot of okay. Jeffs like your age, but, but as far as new babies, the thirtieth no. most popular first name, Jeff, Jeffrey, the thirtieth most popular. That's surprising. I I, I, it may not be anymore, that but is, it was that way. That is. I don't know much Jeffries. I know. I know many Jeffs. You do. I actually. Okay. I, I, you're right. I do know. I know Jeffs. Anyway, there was one other comment. Oh, okay. This is from Marilyn Beachy Miller. She said, wondering if Nicholas has any plans to include wallpaper in the house he just bought. No. There's actually wallpaper in it, and we're taking it down. Have you... We're ripping it off. Is wallpaper one of the things that you're never... Like, you feel now prepared to, to tell Cassie, no. Yes. There's, there's been things like that in, in, our, in our marriage, too, no. where, where I would have been, like... I would have entertained the idea or given in to the persuasion... But now uh, I couldn't have come it. to a point that no, we're no longer doing this. You don't have yeah. to say no and be that mean. You can just say you can do whatever you want, but I'm not going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I like that better. But you know, at, in the Bible it says women submit to your husbands, and I think in that sense you can say no and they have to disobey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pour. Let's uh, pour some coffee. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's some there are some uh, <laughs> a few people are they're, they're they're seething at the seams. Yeah, I don't. I love my wife. That's all I'm gonna say. Because she submits. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. I shoot. Any more? Any more? Um. Nope. That's all the feedback we got. Well, I can't put this coffee in Airtable today because Airtable shut down. Down. Airtable's been a little 
less. Uh, it's been slow the last few months, I would say. I think they're adding a bunch of new features in the back end and are breaking things inadvertently. See, what? Why do people do that? Why do they update things? Why do they make stuff better? Why don't they just know, keep it the same? Exactly. I would say and let it deteriorate. I agree. I would say you're right, but uh, we actually, okay, at work are very excited about the the new features they're putting in. So. No, I'm actually, I know a lot of people are always complaining about why does my phone have to have an update? Why does this app have to have an update? It was fine the way it was. That's like saying I was happy with the flip phone before I figured, like before they discovered you could put a screen that had multi-colors in it. Yeah. Actually, I would go back to flip phone to be at all honest. Well, go for it. They still nah, make them. too much work. <laughs> um, I want to go to this coffee though. Is it, is it just me or does it smell different or weird? It doesn't have a strong coffee smell. It doesn't smell. have a strong smell. It's like, this, there's like no smell. In fact, there is no smell of coffee. Hmm. I don't know if it's over-brewed. No, probably not. It wasn't in that long, but it's got like this. It's got a good coffee flavor and then hits you with like a sharp, a sharp taste in the back of your mouth. It's definitely not as good as last week's coffee. I'm not. I'm. I don't think it's. It's not bad, but it's not. It's, I wouldn't go for it. It's not made for. It's no. not made for French press. I'll tell you that much. I'm sure. It's be, weird. The flavor is stronger than the smell. Do you agree with that? Yeah. There's like no. Hundred percent. There's no smell. I've never me. smelled less coffee when drinking coffee. Yeah. You could almost. Hmm. It's good. It's it's actually a pretty strong coffee taste. Yeah. Just not interesting. So this would definitely not be my pick. This, this is the, uh, we didn't even say what it was yet. This is from the same, uh, it's from Elements Coffee Co. And this is the Ara Shakiso Wereda, Ethiopia. Uh, it's an African coffee. Yeah, so the one we had last week, which I gave it a five stars. I think the rest gave it four stars. That was the Guatemala. Yeah. Like That was that awesome. Was good. That was really, really good. But the Ethiopia is de- definitely not not doing it for me. No. But yeah. maybe it may could be. Maybe it's a weird. Maybe we brewed it a little bit weird. Um, you know, but I'm I'm gonna give it a three. Oh, I it's got a really it's got a really strong flavor to it or, or some. I I don't know. It's like I don't know how to describe it well. It's like kind of strong and kind of weak at the same time. Like it's very. It's a coffee that you can drink black. Yeah. It does. It's not a full-bodied flavor. Every, no. How about this? It's that's, not that's a full-bodied flavor, but it is a strong flavor. If if this coffee, Jeff, would be a a, a character from a book or a TV show, who would it be? It'd be. Hold on. I'm going to describe it again, and as I'm thinking about your question, it is. Um, the flavor does not fill your mouth. No. But it is definitely there. It's, um, I know what it what's, is. What's the pig called on Bugs Bunny? I don't know. I have no I idea. He always has a, Porky? has a shotgun. Probably Porky. I don't know. But whoever, the, the pig on Bugs Bunny, a skinny version of him. It's just like, <laughs> it's not fulfilling like a fat pig. Yeah. But, uh, and the reason I say it is like he's, he's just kind of like a, a little bit of like a, a sad like he's not upbeat, not 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 full of life, mm-hmm. and that's and definitely like a skinny version of that. Mm-hmm. This coffee is every single um, 
behind the scenes, not behind the scenes, but extra in every single movie. They're not much, but they're just there. <laughs> they're just there. <laughs> That's what this coffee is. Um, I'm thinking, isn't there a neighbor cat in Tom and Jerry? A black cat? Yes. A neighbor cat? That's what this is, coffee yeah, totally. is. Totally. He's like he's like the he's like he's there the actual and you notice when catcher. he's there yeah but he's not like the main content yeah okay kind of right. like what you were saying he's an it's an extra yeah um all right there you have it I'm gonna give this coffee a two oh, I didn't even get a rating yet I'm gonna give it a three I'll it's, still it's, give, it's I'll a three I'll still give it a three it's definitely not like if someone would serve this coffee I yeah. would be like oh thanks for the coffee now I would. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't send it back. No, I would actually drink this with cream, and, and you could actually like taste the coffee through the cream pretty well. Like it's like that kind of flavor that the cream doesn't really mellow out. So you could get your your flavored, uh, creamy coffee with a with a taste to it. Ruben, you're saying is that if a coffee was bad enough, you would say, "Ah, take a sip." I don't want this coffee after all. At someone's house, in my heart, yes. Not not externally, internally. Yeah, but you would always take the coffee and say, thanks for the coffee, even though how bad it is. You know, yeah. if somebody... Okay, right? depends who it depends, is. Depends who it is. Depends who it is, because if Spencer... If I went to Spencer's house... And he served I, Dosbog. I would not even trust the coffee that I was served. I would sip it untrustworthily, <laughs> and I would probably say, Spencer, what is this cup of poo? <laughs> and he would say it's... It's Dust Bog. It's Dust Bog. Does he like that stuff? No. Oh. He found it at the dented can. Uh. Oh, uh, this is a... You got a tech tip, Jeff? Well, I've got a a grocery tip for all, all the locals here. Oh. You can you know those uh, Lara bars? Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe no one even knows. Yeah, I know what a Lara bar is. They're like basically three ingredients. So they're very oh, healthy. Yes. No added sugar, no added yeah. uh, preservatives, etc. So can, basically cardboard. You can get... No, it's, yep. it's fruit and nuts. And you can get them incredibly cheap at the Dennett can. Ooh, sometimes, at, sometimes anyway. At your local mom's house. You can get them, <laughs> you can for, free, them for free. <laughs> yes, you can get them for free. Uh, All right, Nichols. So what's up with your back problem? So early this morning I woke up and I thought it was going to be a normal Tuesday. <clears throat> but what was in, in store for me was not a normal Tuesday. I woke up, got ready for work, and I was about to put on my jacket and I was going to go with a different jacket, a zip up jacket. And I wish I would have now, but I didn't, I went with a hoodie and that literally changed my rest of the day. It could be rest of the week. I don't know yet. So when I went to put on my hoodie, I lowered my head in a fashion that I normally do every single day when I put a hoodie on, but this day was a little different. I lowered my head and I heard a pop. Ew. And that pop was not a good pop. It was something in my upper back shifting, and it should not be shifting. Or so I think. I don't know. Anyways, I lowered my head, and I heard a pop. Instantly, I felt pain in my upper upper back. I could not put my head down. It still hurts. I literally, this is all I can do right here. It hurts so bad. I can't lift my head up. Up. I can't, turning side to side's not bad, but like right here it's already pain. I can do more, but ah, it just hurts. So I, I went to work in pain, and I was like, well, I'm going to the chiropractor. It's not in our budget, but I'm going to make it work because I'm in pain. 
And so I went, I called a bunch of different chiropractors. The one I normally go to closed May 1st. And he was a good Closed man. for good? Closed for good. Which one? The one in Bremen. William Garl mm. is his name. Good man. He he was the only doctor or chiropractor that actually put me back to normal. But I lost hope when I heard that he was done. So you went, you did find a place to go? I did. I found a place in Goshen. It's a walk-in place. It's Christian, I'm almost positive, because none of the doors and rooms are completely closed. Wh- which one? I'll look it up. It's like, it's literally, there's no doors on the doors. <laughs> so, so hang on, hang on here. Christians don't close their doors? No. <laughs> but stay by reproach, Jeff. Christians are open-minded people. <clears throat> no, um, let me look it up here. Hold on one second. I will find it. It's right beside Monteith in Goshen. If you know where that is, oh, man. I this just, is the one case where Monteith's is actually right. What do you mean? So like uh, Meyer, Aldi, it's not Meyer's or Aldi's, oh. but Monteith, it's actually Monteith's. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Easy. Okay, yes, found it. It's called Advantage Chiropractic Corporation. How how business-like sounding of them. I know. So what was the results? Like, were you satisfied? I mean, I, obviously, you still look a little... I went in there, and I said, my upper back is in shambles. Can you fix me? And he said, lay down on this table. And he started pushing and poking and cracking my back. And moving my body in ways that it shouldn't move and twisting it, jumping on me. It was, it was a lot of bit. Jumping like, on you. He was. He did jump on me twice because he just couldn't get enough leverage to wrench my body. And you're not a big person. No, I'm not. I did gain some weight, though, but I don't think that has anything to do with jumping on me. Um, He just, he just wanted to jump on you. He didn't like me. Anyways... And so he, I told him what happened. I said, I was putting on a jacket this morning, my hoodie, and something popped in my upper back, and it hurts. And when he was finished with me, he said, does it feel better? I said, yeah, it does feel a little better. I was, but it still kind of hurt. And he said, well, just watch out, or watch how you put your jacket on next time. (laughs) I kind of chuckled and said, yeah, I guess you're right. So how do you put your jacket on? I'm just curious. Is it a... It's so what I do first is I put my hands through the sleeves first. Okay. Then I bundle it all together so that there's a small section of my head. Has to Wait, you're talking about a pullover, like yes, a non a non zippered hoodie. Zipper hoodie, yes. Like what you're wearing right now. Yes, when I'm wearing this is so, the hoodie that, that did the damage. Okay. I think I'll go home and burning it. Well, I thought that hoodie in particular you were really proud of. <sighs> I am. It's my work hoodie. And actually this hoodie is actually very famous. People literally from other states are asking for it. I do not like pullover hoodies. I love them. They're actually I warmer. I prefer zippered hoodies. Jeff. Yeah, but they are warmer. I didn't want to rain on your parade, but I completely agree with Jeff. You know what? And do, Ruben, you, do you know what's I wrong with... I gave you a hoodie. I know. Do you know what's wrong with the pullover hoodie? For that hoodie? reason, I'm taking it back. Do you know what's wrong with the pullover hoodie? How annoying it is? It's take annoying it to put off. on. I agree. It's annoying to take off. I and agree. when you take it off, it pulls your shirt up. Jeff, that's why I wear them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know it is annoying uh, to put off and on, but I like them because they just fit better than a than a zippered hoodie. They they do. I I agree with you. They do. Like once they're on your body, they do fit a little bit better. Yeah, 
but that that trade off is not worth it in worth my it. opinion. Well, now not anymore for me too. I mean, I don't want to get back pains every single time I put a hoodie yeah. on. So, anyways, long story short, I took some pills then, and my li- I literally started getting a headache. My shoulders were getting tight to like try to like help the spot, yeah. and my back is so tight, and I just feel like an old fifty year old man. You just to- need to go again. Some, Maybe, sometimes well, it takes you know a few times before something fixed. like this actually gets fixed. But how soon do I need to go back? You can go like, like you can go monthly? twice a week oh. if you want to. I'm thinking about putting in my budget once a month going to the chiropractor. I, it's oh, a good don't, thing. Don't become one of those people. Mm. No, listen, Ruben, listen. I know. I, don't. I go I, to the chiropractor once a month and oh, I love Jeff, it. Jeff, Jeff. I, listen, do you believe your body was made that it needs maintenance like that like obviously we need food okay. you need food to live you need right. water to live no i do you don't think your body was created to need to be cracked no or is there something else wrong no but i also don't believe that your body for the same in the same way your body wasn't made to sit in a chair for eight hours a day <laughs> i agree and so i used to have like consistent lower back pain to the point where it would like i would not sleep as well at night because it was just bothering me. It wasn't like it wasn't like hurting, hurting the whole time, but it was just enough that it was annoying. I could never get comfortable. I started going to a chiropractor regularly, and he actually had me come in twice a week for like a month. And now I am now I go every once a month. That's and that's kind of okay, it has going. changed. Like I do not have lower back pain anymore. That's my wife is pregnant. Um, <gasps> Praise the Lord. No. And almost, almost like ready to have the child. Very, very close. And so uh, it's very normal to go into the chiropractor getting close, yeah. you know, especially towards the end of the pregnancy. And I know you got to you gotta go. I got to go. Have so, a good. Hey, what was our rating for last week's coffee? I uh, gave it a four. Everyone, everyone gave it a four. So I gave it a five. Everyone else gave it a four. All right. And I told her, I'm, yeah, go to the chiropractor. That's fine. But... Chiropractors, and I was there when in one of these appointments, they will always do their best to sign you up for the next time when you come in, and they try to do it. You should come in in two weeks. Yeah, just come on in. And it's like they never want to let you, they never want to heal you. They just always want to be there to help you. They never want you to get really better. There are varying experiences with this. Uh, the chiropractor that I used to go to, by the way, Nicholas, you should check out this guy down. It's a, down in Warsaw, so it's a little hallway. Brihaney Chiropractic. The is he I, only like he like he works on your neck and or your spine from that no. the rest of your body follows? No, oh, okay. he's not one of those guys. But there that there's a guy like that in Milwaukee. No. Um, but no, Brihaney Chiropractic. He you go in and he says, yeah, just just come in the next time it hurts. Yes, like and he's very. Straight up like that. So I, I think as a rule, Ruben, you're right. But there are a few that are not like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are. Um, and I I do get it that especially if you are at a, at a, at a job where you're sitting a lot, um, that you might need some more help. I would I would tend to maybe try like a stand-up desk or something else yeah. to try to... No, there, there are definitely things you can do. I, I think that if I were working... Uh, like a manual labor job where I were, where I was like, I don't know, making firewood, you know, cutting down trees and, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, like moving my body around a lot. I don't think I would need it as much. 
or at all, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, the coffees are now entered. Uh, okay, the table good. started working again. So we have our last two coffees are up to date. You can find those coffees on the homepage of our website, FrenchPressPodcast.com. All right, Jeff, got one last, to- one last topic. Uh, solo 24-hour. <clears throat> so I, I, I want to get your thoughts on it. If this is something that you think is good, something you'd be interested in doing. But first of all, to kind of share what, uh, how this came about. I don't remember what podcast or book uh, either... Carmen, I think maybe Carmen was reading or listening to it. I might have read it too. I don't remember anymore. But this this couple um, gave each other like a twenty four hour getaway where they could they could just like they could do whatever they wanted to. Like if they wanted to just like to relax and and read, they could. But they could mm-hmm. obviously like plan and reflect and set goals mm-hmm. for the upcoming year, or whatever. So. I had actually offered to Carmen that, hey, if you want to go, if you want to get away, either get a hotel room or um, I'll set the camper and, and you can, you know, go get a, a day and a night away. And then she said, you know what, she's actually fine. But if I want to, then she'd be fine with that. And so I said, actually, that would be great because I had I had a list of about 25 things written on a piece of paper that I started in November. And I was, I would try on Saturdays. I would try evenings to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. And I, I finally got it done this past weekend. Wow. But it, it, yeah, it took almost like, like what kinds of things like task, like personal tasks, like, like self-improvement things, uh, like things to do around home or no, it was never, it wasn't anything like physical around the house. It was all stuff relating to work. Yeah. Some of it was, I have a, uh, a content guide um, mm-hmm. I use the StoryBrand framework for web pages, mm-hmm. and I was trying to just update that and bring some different ideas together and have a more streamlined content guide when I'm setting up a new web page. <clears throat> and so, just working on that, getting that finalized, that was that was one of the big things that took a long time. So it was more more things like that. Yeah. Um, one of the things was we I moved over, started using Basecamp for project management, uh-huh. and there was still some stuff on the older system. Yeah. So I wanted to move that over into Basecamp. So just like some admin type tasks and also some more yeah work related uh, got, uh training stuff as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so i finally got it done on on friday and it was incredible i actually went I, I i put my phone on a setting where i didn't see any notifications except from my wife yep and it even like hit all the badge icons yep. like the badge notifications <clears throat> so i couldn't even see what i wasn't seeing right and it was incredible um, it wasn't actually a whole 24 hours. It was actually from about uh, probably like 8 p.m. to about 5 p.m. the next day. Uh-huh. And I was hoping that I would have some time to like actually like plan the next year and like do some like big, big picture planning and goal setting. But that didn't really didn't have that didn't, I didn't get to that. Yeah. But it was it was actually it was great. It was kind of refreshing but I also just got a lot done because it was just such a huge amount of time that was just uninterrupted and just focused. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. No, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Is that ever something like, <clears throat> had you ever heard of that? Like it's like a 24 hour solo. I, or? I haven't heard of the 24 hour solo thing. Um, I guess a similar idea that I've heard of um, that I've always wanted to implement uh, is like a, a regular do not disturb schedule at work where you pick uh, like, two days out of the week and for those two days 
you are not allowed to be bothered at all for any reason except for like extreme emergencies from, you know, 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. or something like that. So you have a block of time that's just like focus, no interruptions. You ignore your emails. You just do some tasks and you, you can be so productive in those times. Yeah, because it, it even if it's just a simple like beeping of a text message or someone knocking on your door and coming in, Donald Miller explains that it's like when you're a lot of work that work that you and I do is deep work. Like you need to like kind of like being in a uh, scuba diving, you need to go down to the bottom of the ocean floor. Yeah, and like it takes, and then that's where you work. And when someone knocks on your door or you get a phone call, you have to come up to the surface, answer it. And then it's not like you're not immediately down at the bottom again. Right. It takes time to get back down there to the bottom to get back again down. Yep. before you can actually start working. Yep. And so I, 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 that's a great idea. I don't, uh, I, I should implement that more than, than what I do. How's that working for you? Like, have you... I, I've done it like once or twice and it's really great. You know, what's actually uh, more, what's actually easier to do is just to stay at work late or something like that. Um, come on, come in early. I don't function as well in the morning, so I typically stay late before I'll come in early. Um, but like, you can just like, all of a sudden when there's nobody at the office, there's nobody bothering you. Mm-hmm. No emails being sent, no texts, no calls. It's just like silent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just, uh, towards the end of the day, you can become less productive too if you've been working hard all day. Um, but But it's just like, I often like wrap things up then and it goes really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a form of it, but I, I, I should probably do more. I should do more of the, of the, like the do not disturb time or maybe even, maybe even like an offsite like day mm-hmm. where I'm not at work, but still working. Yeah. Um, I want to do it more regularly, maybe probably not once a month, but maybe, maybe four times a year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> get away. Yeah. From the normal work workspace anyway. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really neat. Um, last, yeah. the one, only last question I've got, Jeff, you were, you had mentioned you were reading the book, um, the 16 laws of yes. communication. Yes. Uh, how's that? Are you finished with that? Um, I, so I read two chapters of it. I haven't read the whole thing. Um, it's, so I was, my goal with it was to learn, um, to, to learn from John Maxwell to cre- to be able to create training materials for my team at work. Um, specifically centered around communication. And what my goal was to um, help my team be better communicators in the workplace. Um, so, so far I've read two chapters that they have extremely good content, but they are much more focused on public speaking than they are on... All of them or just those two? No, the the, the entire book. It's pretty clear. The entire book is is very focused on public speaking and not as much on interpersonal communication. Um, so I've ended up, I've used some principles from the books, from the book, and I'm sure that I will continue to pull principles from it for this. Um, but I'm actually pulling from other sources as well. Um, and just, and just like some things are just common sense, like, but so what, what is your goal for your team with communication? My, my goal is for my team to be able to communicate effectively, especially, especially with people outside of our team. So because of what my team does, um, we end up communicating with uh, a lot with external vendors, um, a lot with 
people at PWI that don't really understand the the nitty gritty of what we're working on. And it's really easy for for me and my team to use like jargon, mm-hmm. technical jargon that really doesn't make sense to anybody mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, except for us. Um, or uh, present um, emails or something like that in such a way that they're maybe a little more difficult to read through because they're so content heavy, you know, things like yeah. that. So, so there's, there's things that we can pull from everything of this. Um, John, John Maxwell, the chapter that I read so far have been about um, uh, being authoritative in what you're saying. So, so talking out of what you know, mm-hmm. not out of what you don't know, and also connecting with people, making the people that you're talking with like, affirming to them that you care mm-hmm. basically <clears throat> and those are very good but they don't address the things like well hey think about the person does the person even understand what you're saying yeah. like like he does address that a little bit um but not so directly yeah maybe so um i'm reading the book too and I, i'm not much further ahead i think i, I finished chapter three <clears throat> so I, I read chapters one and seven okay like not not in order but um because they don't, you can kind of read that book mm-hmm. like out of order. So, but anyways, so I have a quick tech tip. Yes. And this is in regards to taking notes on oh, good. a digital device, specifically a tablet. Okay. Um. So, and writing it with like a pencil, like a digital pencil or with, yeah. or typing yeah. it up or doesn't not matter. It doesn't really matter. Okay. Um. I mean, so, so I have, I have an Android tablet with a pencil and I have a note-taking app that's very similar to GoodNotes. Um, so I work with my, my short-term memory and my short-term goals like work best with lists that are written down on a piece of paper. And I used to always um, write, like just have a notepad on my desk and I just wrote stuff down. <clears throat> and then every like two or three days, I would look at all the notes that I had cross off any items, consolidate any that I hadn't completed and throw the notes away, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, okay, well, I can do this um, with my tablet. Like, I should be doing this with my tablet, okay? Mm-hmm. So I did exactly what I did with my papers and I would create a note and then I would create another note and write stuff down and create another note. And then I had like three or four notes and each of them had like a different category of stuff mm-hmm. and it didn't work. Mm. Um. And the reason it didn't work is because it wasn't right in front of me. Mm-hmm. So what I'm learning is now, and now I've, I've, I've taken a different approach. Okay. So like when you're writing stuff down on paper, you can have four papers in front of you at once and, and, and out of sight, out of mind really applies. Here. Yes. <clears throat> so what I've learned is that you need to just write everything in one giant note. At least this is what works well for me. And actually, okay. Leighton, Leighton affirmed this, that this works for him too. Okay. You write it on one singular note. The only time I write something on a different note is if it is a very specific collection of ideas, like let's say around um, a new app idea or um, some new functionality. And I know that I don't need to act on it right away. It's like I'm saving this for later on purpose and I want to group these ideas together. And then at some point in the future, when I actually start working on that project, then I'll pull up that project note. Like that's the only time. But if it's something, especially things that I need to act on, mm-hmm. um, then 
Um, yeah, I just write them all in one big note. And I've also taken an approach of, <clears throat> so uh, if so, any anything that's written down is basically an action item that I need to take. I need to do something about it. Once I've taken action, I cross it off, but I leave it on the page until it is completely done, right? So sometimes it's like, hey, um, make sure that so-and-so gets this software, a subscription to this software. And so I'll send an email to IT, I'll cross it off, but I'll leave it on the page until I know that that person has gotten the software that he needs and it's completely done. Then I can erase it. And so, Jeff, are you talking about... Um, so I, I'm showing Jeff my, my Notion uh, app. And I've got something called Notebook. And mm-hmm. I've got a list. Like, I do have different notes here. Like for, and these are mostly for different meetings that I have. Yeah. So I've got like a weekly uh, team meeting and then a weekly meeting with sales. That's what that is right here. Yep. So I have them... Would you just have literally all of that in actually one continuous scrolling note? Oh, well, are you, are you like, is this action items or is this just like uh, minutes? Um, it's a com- it is a combination of both. But typically I would go, once I go through it, like these are ones that I'm not done with yet. So there so, are some that are action items and that have them as check, check marks. And then once I'm done with it, I would just change the status to done and then it would get out of this list yeah yeah i i don't i don't have something quite so fancy with statuses i'm just i'm just the the tasks that i'm writing on here are are very short-term tasks i do have a system like like this here um as well where where i do um write down tasks that i'm not going to do immediately so what you write down you're going to do that day almost for sure Right, okay. that day or or within the next two days. Okay, like it's things, it's it's small things that I. That, and if I can't do that, or I know I won't do them in the next few days, then I transfer them to my other to do list. Okay, which I use a uh, a software issue tracking. Sorry, an issue tracking software uh, for this specifically to to and that that tracks the status of things, and I can add more detailed notes and comments and. Um, share it with other people and all that kind of stuff. So, so I, I do I do use a combination of both. This is specifically for like very short term goals. I started uh, you, most of these like the notes that I just showed you are short term, and I started just taking notes almost in any meeting I'm in. And sometimes there ends up not being anything to write down, but I'm I'm ready to write stuff down because <clears throat> inevitably, sometimes even when I'm watching a YouTube video, there's something that oh yeah I want to. I don't want to forget to either look that up or yeah. try this new, yeah. you know, CSS method of styling something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I know what, what you have there is, is, is really cool. It's kind of like this, this is all an, an evolution of, of my note taking process. I, there's actually, I don't know. Um, I've never tried this. Have you ever tried motion? No, I don't even know what it is. I I've seen ads for it and it's something that I'm, that I, this is on my list of short-term things to do. Uh, it's it's something I want to try out. So, motion. Yeah, it's called motion. Okay. It's some kind of um, t- to-do list manager. Okay. Um, supposedly helps you be more productive and whatever. But um, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet, so I will need to try it soon. Cool. <clears throat> well, Jeff, maybe um, I think it'd be interesting to, to hear your list of your communication tips that you're sharing with your team. Because most people listening, they're sending text messages, emails, they're communicating with 
um, people. I know we have, yeah, I think it'd be helpful to know. Yeah. And it is a big frustration when the bad, poor communication is really frustrating for everyone. Yeah, it the is. The person sending it is not getting the, the response or yep. relaying the information they want. The person <clears throat> receiving it is usually overwhelmed yep. or they don't have enough details. They don't even know what they're, what's going on. Right. So I do think communication is, is very important. No, I, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's definitely something that I can share in the future, um, <clears throat> especially as I develop more of, so I've had, um, what I'm doing is I'm doing uh, every other week, I'm doing like a, a 10 minute workshop in our weekly meeting. Um, and it's just like discussion about some kind of uh, skill building or uh performance improving something mm-hmm. something work related mm-hmm. very good so and this is definitely um yeah this is this is a kind of an ongoing thing that i want to do for the next few sessions and then we can kind of i can bring what i have um to to hear um <clears throat> so well, one uh something that 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 i don't like doing and i don't do is when someone starting a different topic in an existing email thread Oh no! Like changing, changing the discussion. Like the email has a subject, and like changing, totally changing what we're talking about within the email thread is just a big, big no. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, and and this is kind of, this is kind of like, not only do I want to talk about like being effective in communicating, but also like this kind of stuff, like best practice, and uh, you know that kind of stuff. So my, I feel strongly that my team at PWI is the techie side of PWI even For more sure. so than your team. Like yeah. your team is marketing and web design. My team is just like web design and software. And, you know, so like <clears throat> if my team is the techiest uh, as far as functionality, my team should also be the best at using technology. Right. And it's not always the case. There are people um, that use email uh, better than, than my team. You, you guys, you and your team, uh, like your marketing emails, I keep using those as an example because they're very brief uh, to the point and they just, <clears throat> they're very easy to digest. Um, and so I want my guys to to be that good too. Mm-hmm. So Cool. That's good to hear because we do, uh, I think it was in one book, it was about actually emailing and, and uh, the person was saying, you can't. You have to write an email within five minutes. If it takes you longer than five minutes, uh, it's going to be too long of an email. Like, mm-hmm. it, it can't take longer than that. Or you have, and, and I, I still do. Some of my emails are way too long. I have way too much detail. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If it's short and easy to digest and gets to the point, right, right. That's that's what you want. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, anything else, Jeff? Mm, no, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Well, what's the point? I had a point and I said it earlier and I've slipped my mind. Something about Nicholas. Uh, don't put on a sweatshirt. Get a sweatshirt that has a zipper so you don't ruin your back. Yep, that's, point number that's one. That, there's that. Um, point number two is that Ethiopian coffee is just definitely not close to as good as the Guatemalan. As the Guatemalan, yep. I agree with that. Um, point number three, communication matters. Point number four, use a single note. I like it. And what's our word of the week? Word of the week is...